Hello ladies and germs and welcome back to another episode of The Uninformed Millennial where we attempt to give recent news and to the best of our knowledge but you know might make us uninformed who really knows so on this episode we're going to talk about the Middle East as a general topic I guess you'd say to start it off though we'll talk about the most recent news and that's pretty tragic um there's a soldier that got killed Monday in Afghanistan from uh, twin bombs, I believe. I read about it Monday, but it's been a while. Uh, the soldier's name was uh, Gabriel D. Coned. I hope I'm saying that right. He's 22 from Loveland, Colorado. Uh, I'd just like to say that our thoughts and prayers are with the family through, I'm sure, this tragic time since they were just recently notified. So, now let's move on to, I suppose it's old news now, but two weeks ago, the Syrian gas attacks, or the gas attack, singular. I thought it would be, I thought it might be old news, but you know, the Middle East never seems to surprise, and always seems to be current in the news feed. <clears throat> but, like I said, the gas attack happened two weeks ago. Roughly, I don't know the exact date on that, but uh, it was it was it was pretty bad. Uh, people are suspecting, or people are speculating, I suppose you'd say that the Assad, President Assad, who's you know who's the ruler of uh, Syria, that the their government had something to do with it, which kind of really wouldn't surprise me. Syria has been having problems with gas since. 2012 under the Obama administration uh, whenever he was trying to figure out what was going on and if they were had actually had gas or chemical weapons I suppose is the correct term for it and they were trying to figure out if they had some stockpiled and of course they did and then there was a few uh, there was a few gas attacks from then or from 2012 to now but the most recent one, obviously, being the fact that, you know, it is just, everything's going bad in Syria, honestly. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, at this point, it's almost like we can't leave. I mean, whether or not the war was is right or not, whether or not our involvement in the Middle East is right or not, your views on it or whatever... If we pull our troops out now, I just feel like it's going to get to the point where it just implodes upon itself. Like, there's not going to be any way that we can get out. Now, what's I would like to say, me personally, that I don't think it's something that we should have ever evolved ourselves in, in the Middle East, back under George H.W. Bush. I think that's George Bush's father. I don't think that's something we ever should have done in the first place but now that it's come so far i think our involvement in the middle east is pretty much i guess mandatory i suppose because i mean if nobody gets involved it's just i mean it's just going to turn out terrible honestly communism dictatorships you name it and then even if we leave and then all those all the radical islamic people or the radical muslims or whatever even if they'll just it's they just keep popping up. It doesn't matter if it's against us or if it's against something else. They just keep popping up. But uh, on that note, 
just recently, more recently, I think it was last week, uh, UN had sent out investigators to determine whether or not Assad had something to do with it. And on the way there, well, a few days prior, protesters had begun to show up and were basically protesting Assad because, you know, if any there's any sort of indication of whether or not somebody's bad or not, it's going to be the people who tells you. But on the way there, the UN investigators had almost made it to the place, and then the protesters begin to attack the... What's the appropriate word? Caravan, I guess you'd say? But they were attacked, and the whole caravan was forced to make a U-turn. So, And to me, that just screams like something's wrong, honestly. like That just screams like... Because reportedly there was shots fired there and i don't know why protesters would have guns but you know who, who really knows but to me that just screams like some possible government involvement and i guess to add on to the fact that people think that assad had something to do with it or his his government had something to do with it uh russia is now beginning or people are thinking that russia also has something to do with it because you know Russia has to do with everything now, apparently. And, um, which I guess to kind of add to the evidence to it, the only people that were really, that are really kind of denying it or kind of, what's the word? They're kind of just eh about it. They're like, yeah, no, we didn't do it. What are you talking about? We didn't do that. Yeah. Why would we do that? Is Assad, obviously, and Russia. Russia seems to think that Assad's government had nothing to do with it, which, Russia has always been kind of buddy-buddy, I guess, with Syria anyways. And fucking Megyn Kelly and Putin, Vladimir Putin, or Putin, however you say his name, uh, they just did an interview recently, I think, where Putin said that people were asking him if Russia had something to do with the whole election thing. And Russia was like, well... uh, put it to you this way you're the u.s always has something to do with our government so what makes it any different which you know typical politician just beating around the bush but i mean that kind of just screams to me like something's different something's off so regardless of and i know trump supporters are going to be all like just upset that they won or that he won or whatever what have you but it's just more recently, I guess, since uh, what is it, the Sochi Games, the Winter Games, that uh, that they've just been kind of—I wouldn't say spying, but they've just been kind of iffy about it, like with the whole hole in the bedrooms and stuff like that. And suppose I think there was some, like reported steroid use or something. But there's always seems to be something involving Russia, you know, doing something they shouldn't. And I don't—I don't. I don't know exactly what russia could have done i think it was something to do with the dnc but i think more importantly on that lines would be hillary clinton and the whole i guess you know just making bernie sanders seems like he was nothing or anything like that which i guess the republicans didn't have to do that because it was just trump rubio and cruz that was all it really was the whole muckraking campaign but anyways i digress but I just, I don't know. It's just, it's weird to see everything going on and things are escalating so quickly. Because, I mean, it, 
it probably will lead to some sort of I well, we're already we're still at war with Afghanistan, but I, it will lead probably to some sort of military action against Syria if things continue. And to me, it just seems like it will. But I could be completely wrong. Uh, it kind of leads to something weird. I heard it's like a month ago or so. I'm not really sure when it is. I heard it, but it kind of it's kind of I guess evidence or pr not proof it's kind of just saying giving you some reason as to why it could possibly be so hostile over there and it was uh, a study that bbc had published that said that what was it palestinian arab Arab it was like a certain amount of arab families and it was like a ridiculous percentage like 50 percent or something like that that 50%, I guess you'd say, of Arab families had some sort of incest in them. And I think it was like first cousins. And supposedly that's not uncommon over there for marrying your first cousin or anything like that. That's kind of normal, I guess considered normal. And some of the signs of, or some of the side effects, I guess you'd say, of, you know, incest being in your DNA is you just have this unrational anger. Like you have this unrational temper and... I mean, that could be another reason why. And I mean, supposedly it even bleeds over into, because the reason why BBC did the study is they were studying some of the families that, the Muslim families that lived in London, I think is where they did the study. But that it had been the case there too. So it's just kind of something that had bled over. And supposedly this hasn't been something that's been going on for long it's not something that was normal before but just recently more recently it's become a thing which would explain i guess the whole way that things have came about i mean i guess you could have seen something coming back and was it world war one or something like that whenever you know military or armored you know armored vehicles became a thing in war like that was the thing that people used and they'd learned that oh we have all this oil and then they formed that alliance i don't remember what it was called opec or something like that i'm not too sure either way they formed like some sort of coalition to make sure that they wouldn't be stepped on basically and i suppose since then it's just kind of escalated because everything nowadays revolves around oil but who really knows so one of my friends joey moore actually the one that was on here the last time said that most of our we import most of our oil from like canada or we get like a lot of our oil from ourselves like texas or alaska or something like that and i guess i mean he makes sense because he he was like it, it just doesn't make sense to me that if somebody does something stupid over there then we have to pay the price over here whenever most of our oil comes from other sources besides the middle east so now it's just something that's you know well, oh well well this car blew up the other day in the middle east well a month from now our gas prices are going to go up by like 25 50 cents and that just makes no sense to me i guess but i mean it's to the point now like i said where we just really don't have an option to get out of the middle east or anything like that because if if we do it's just no one i mean no one really could know what would happen but i don't I don't think nowadays people would like to live with that on their conscience. conscience. And 
I mean, I like that about people that they're caring about, you know, other countries that don't have as much privilege to them or that don't have as much opportunities as them, I guess I would say. So that's nice, but it's just going to get to the point where we hurt ourselves so much because we try to help people that we'll just have to stop. I mean, we'll have to go back to, like, say, FDR. Like, we'll have to focus on domestic affairs before we can do anything. And I'm pretty... I believe it's almost to that point anyways as it is. I mean, we're not the world police. We're just not. That's the whole reason why the UN was created. I mean, we just can't extend ourselves to the point that much that it just hurts everybody that lives here. And I know a bunch of people are probably going to get upset because, you know, the whole Muslim ban and stuff like that. But... It's just hard to say that we can expend all these resources whenever we don't have them enough for ourselves. Whenever it's hurting our economy, clearly. So it's just... Uh, I don't know. It's just hard to say what really could happen over there. But I guess this is kind of a segue. One good... Or one not one good, but one thing that possibly could happen is um the iran nuclear deal is coming up for renewal I believe it's this year maybe it's next year i think it's next year and trump and has been saying that he's just going to rip it up and he's not going to resign and everything and i mean that comes as a bad time as it is anyways because people are thinking that it's going it's going to bode badly for the upcoming talks with kim jong-il the North Korean dictator, and he's talking nuclear disarmament, but if our government's showing that it's not exactly open to keep up their end of the deal, then what's that going to say for them? And I mean, things are kind of going well right now. Trump is playing the card, his cards right with the whole, uh, he's asking the, the Pentagon to draw up plans to cut down military troops in south korea which that does kind of that's kind of you know good faith towards north korea and, and their upcoming talks so i guess that's something that possibly could happen but i just maybe he's playing his whole cards right though with the whole iran nuclear deal because uh recently i think it's recently i didn't look at an exact date but recently or sometime uh israel found approximately a hundred thousand papers that was basically saying that iran had lied about their nuclear program because they had say that they had said that their nuclear program was just going to be for clean energy that that's what they were going to focus on but apparently these papers say otherwise that these papers say that they actually were looking to make nuclear weapons and it's already enough that north korea has them i suppose but like Hostile governments like that, like you, I just don't think we can afford to allow them to have something like that because it's just that's just too much. Like, at least with bigger superpowers, like I guess people would say that in the Cold War or even now, the threat of new like mutual annihilation is enough of a nuclear deterrent to you know keep people from using them because if we did go to war i mean as soon as say 
we went to war against Russia, Russia would launch theirs, we'd launch ours. Like, it would just be too much on both ends that it wouldn't even be worth it in the end. Like, you're the, so throughout history, it's been go to war, you take this part, you take this, you know, land or something. Like, you get something in return, but if you destroy everything, what are you going to get? You're not going to get anything. Everything's going to be gone. It's all going to be ash. We're going to be living like Fallout. And it's just, I don't, I don't think that's the way people should, people should live. So, but it's just interested, interest. It'll be interesting to see what Trump it does with the whole Iran nuclear deal as it's coming up. And uh, I think he's probably going to do well with the whole North Korea thing. He's probably, it's probably going to happen just for the simple fact that Kim Jong-il is actually seeming so open about it like he's being you know i would say he's being more willing to do stuff like that with than his father was because you know the whole piece like the whole tree and everything like that and supposedly it's not the first time that north korea has talked about a peace or ending the war supposedly they had signed agreements like this before but they had just fell apart later on down the road I'm, i don't really know but you know it's something that i guess could happen but I think that it probably will last, only for the simple fact that I think Kim Jong-il realizes that it's not viable to sustain yourself, at least in his amount of the country, because, you know, people had gone there and they'd seen, like, everything was staged and people were obviously risking their lives to cross the DMZ, like, it's, and it's, I mean, that's even relevant in the Middle East, people are leaving the Middle East and we're... (laughs) walk run swim boat plane can teleport at this point like they're doing whatever they can to get out of there and it's just it's just crazy to see how things are going over and i mean that's one region of the world and every i mean everybody at this point every every other big country has got something to do or they've got their hands in that pot like they've got something that they could risk in there like it's just it's just crazy to see and i don't know exactly what will happen but (sighs) drink some of that talker's potion good old water but who knows maybe the middle east won't pop up again i mean i don't know if anybody else has noticed but isis hasn't exactly been on the radar i know they claimed a bombing like a month or two ago they claimed that bombing and uh i think it was in europe but i mean other than that it's just i thought personally things were dying down over there but it looks like things are going to start ramping up again with the whole gas attack and if things continue that i mean who knows how it's going to turn out i mean it could possibly lead to war with syria and i mean it'd be the syrian government and then we'd have to worry about be almost exactly like the Iraq war like I mean we'd have to worry about the some country's government and we would also have to worry about some rebels that we would have to fight and clearly guerrilla warfare does not bode well for us guerrilla warfare seems to be the only weakness for for a massive army I mean Fucking! You just take a few shots and run away, and they they don't know where you're at because they've got so many people that they've got to move around just to find you. So I don't I don't really know. But with the whole Russia thing, it's just that adds a whole nother level to 
the escalation. Like it adds a whole nother level to that problem. Because if say if they do have some sort of involvement there, then I mean, what are we gonna do? What is the UN gonna do? And speaking of the UN, this is something that just popped in my head. They had held a vote, and I think it was to condemn the gas attacks, or maybe it was to investigate. Maybe it was to launch an investigation into the gas attacks. And I think it was like three countries that had voted no against it. And oddly enough, it was Syria, Russia, and I don't remember the other country. It's Palestine or something. It's a big little place. I don't know. Either way, the other country was the one that was just all kind of like, we don't really care. We're not going to say anything about it. But it's just kind of odd to me me that those were the only countries that were against it. I mean, in particular, Syria and Russia. Like, it's just kind of odd that those two were the ones that were, you know, like, no, let's not do that. Let's not investigate it because you might find something we don't want you to find. So, it's just, I'm not really sure. I don't, I'd like, I'd like to know what would happen because it will be in our lifetime and it'll probably be something that either Trump will have to deal with or the next president will have to deal with. I probably would even venture to say that Trump would have to deal with whether he gets a second term or not. It's probably something he's going to have to deal with in his, this, his first term or his term, whatever, whatever it goes from there. But it's probably going to be something that he has to decide on. And that's a scary thought. I mean, People wanted to get out of that war in the Middle East, and now that it's possibly threatened to rev back up, I'm not really entirely sure what we would do or how people would react, honestly. I mean, I would think that it would be something like Vietnam, eventually, that people would just get tired of it and they'll start protesting it. But I think now there's actually a reason for it because, I mean, we've kind of made ourselves the enemy. Like, we've forced ourselves over there and now i mean we are the enemy and we whether we leave or we stay like it's going to be something we have to deal with or the whole world will have to deal with it'll be something that the superpowers will have to deal with but it just it just blows my mind i'm not really too sure i mean until just recently whenever you know i've starting to been looking into news or i've been you know actually doing some research myself and everything it's just the middle east was some, something that popped up as much unless say like a year or two ago like isis did something and they claimed it and it was like something atrocious then it would pop up on the news and everything i mean i guess it's the same thing with this gas the whole gas attack thing but i mean it's something that's very real i mean hell in afghanistan we've been in war for them i think it's we're still in war with them i think it's 27 years or something like that that we've been at war or something some odd number like that but it's i mean we're still at war in the middle east and i don't think people exactly realize that and that's something that could seep over because i mean muslims i mean that you know that's a whole religion and that's something that a bunch of people could get behind did i mean that's something that crosses borders like if we're forcing ourselves in afghanistan which i mean it's i don't think we're not most of the military or most of our military over there is there to train the government it's there to train their troops or their police or anything like that it's there you know they're not there mostly to fight they're mostly there to train other people how to fight and i guess 
it hasn't gone too well in the past, but it's just something scary to think that the actions of a few could affect thousands. Because, I mean, throughout history, people that are willing to go to war, and sometimes there's a few bad apples to get through because, you know, it's just something they like doing. And there's something that could happen over there that nobody will ever hear about, but that person will tell somebody and it just spreads like wildfire. And then that what that one person did now is the entire country is judged just for that one person. And I think that's possibly what's what had went on in Iraq or it's what's been going on in the, in the Middle East. I mean, I know that's not exactly how it got started. I know Desert Storm was, I think it was originally the Green Berets that got sent over there, and then it just escalated from there. And then 9-11 and everything else, you know, puzzles, the pieces just kind of fit into place after that to to end up where we are today. And I just, I would like to see it not come to war. I would like to see Assad take action and then something happen from there that we actually end up finding some sort of peaceful solution. I mean, in a perfect world, something like that would happen, but it's just, I don't think it's feasible anymore. The way everything's going, like I said in the last episode, the way everything's going, everything is just extreme. Everything. And I mean, it's just more evident now than it's ever been. So I'm not too sold on the whole idea that peace is an option at this point. I mean, before I, I thought when I was younger, I'm still young, but when I was younger in high school or just got out of high school or going through the little bit of college I did, it's just something that, you know, I didn't like. It's also something a lot of people didn't like because the whole, you know, us being in the Middle East, we should just leave. Like, we have no right being over there. And it's still kind of my view, but it's changed more than it has then. I don't think we have a right to be over there, but at this point now, it's I mean, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, I mean, we almost have to be over there at this point. Like, if we just leave, then we're leaving all those people, all those innocent people, to just fend for themselves. And there's no way that they can I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's not just not possible. I mean, it's obvious in, say, what was it, Africa, maybe it was South America, one of the two places with the whole, um, what was that guy's name? I can't think of that guy's name. Either way, I mean, it's just a lifestyle that people want. Like, I mean, they grow up in poverty, and then this person comes along and is offering them this whole glorious thing. And, I mean, even with religion, it's something that's more prevalent now than it is or not prevalent it's more it's something worth more to some people than it is say money or gold like it's if you die for this cause if you die killing infidels or if you die you know for your religion to better your religion then you get this glorious place or this glorious stance in this glorious place and it's something that's appealing to some people and i mean i get it it's just a more twisted and diabolical view of you doing all these good deeds or you praying or you repenting or you accepting 
Jesus into your heart. I mean, it's it's just a t- more twisted, diabolical way of that. And I mean, it's weird to say, but I mean, it's just some somebody's religious views somewhere or another has started almost every war since the creation or of time since time has even started i would like to say there's a very bold opinion it's a very bold stance it's a very triggering stance i know to some people but i mean if you look back even to say world war ii i mean hitler's views were more i guess self-serving but in the, i mean in the overall thing he he thought that you know white was pure and that was the way it was supposed to be and I mean, his views, I guess, could be, you could say that they're not exactly religious, which would make sense, because, you know, he, a lot of the reason why he didn't like Jews in the beginning was because of his art career and everything like that, but uh, it's just, it's just crazy to think that somebody can construe some religion or some what somebody said so much to the point where you're taking somebody's life or you're declaring war on these people just because they think differently than you and it's just the way things are now like people are don't want to sit down and actually talk to you about your opinions or they don't want to sit down and talk to you about if you have some different view than them because i mean it could just evolve into yelling or getting angry at each other and that's just not how things should go. And I don't think it's entirely possible with things in the Middle East the way it is. So, I don't know. This episode is definitely going to be shorter than the last one. That one ran longer than I thought it would. But uh, I would just like to say to everybody keep keep a watch on the Middle East. Because I, I do th- personally think that that's where the next war is going to be, whether, I mean, especially with, say, somebody like Trump in the driver's seat, I don't think he particularly cares what Russia thinks, and I don't think Russia's going to do anything if we do declare war on Syria, or if we do decide to do something in Syria. I don't think Russia will probably do anything, but I do think it's something that everybody, it, and I'm mainly speaking to younger people, you need to get on the track of keeping up with the world because it's something you will have to deal with. It is something that will affect you. Whether you know it or not, there's going to be some policy that's made because of something that happened thousands of miles away from you and it could change your life forever. And I think it, everything, I mean, you should, everybody should look into the world. I mean, U.S. in particular. But everybody should pay attention at least somewhat to what's going on outside of their country. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, London or France or Germany. It's it's something that's as bad as it is now. Something that is actually could mean war is something that people should keep up with. And I do believe that this is one of those circumstances. So, sorry if this whole thing bored you. Sorry if I rambled. Tirade whatever listen don't listen but thank you everybody for who's made it this far thank you everybody for even who's started it and didn't get it this far whatever it is thank you for listening and i'll see you next saturday